You're listening to Post Undergrad Life, the podcast, episode five. Welcome to this week's episode of Post-Undergrad Life. My name is Ashley Jefferson, host of Post-Undergrad Life, the podcast for all things millennial. Each week, I will either interview a lady or gentleman to talk about his or her path in life, but especially their experience in their 20s. If not an interview, I will facilitate a discussion about a relevant topic 20-somethings face. Whether it be dating, career, education, fitness, or finances, We hope that our discussions and exposure to different perspectives give you the tools you need to conquer your 20s. Continue to stay engaged with us on Instagram at postuglife. Um, Give us a follow and it's basically an extension of the podcast with content about lifestyle and pretty pictures and you can be in the know about when our new episodes launch. Also, if you could do us a very, very big favor, head over to iTunes, subscribe, and please, please, please rate us. One of my goals for 2017 is to become a ranked podcast on iTunes. So if you, if you can make that happen, I would love, love, love you. Now into today's show. Today, I will be talking with Danita Banks, instructor at SoulCycle. Danita was born and raised in Michigan, but always knew her calling was outside of her hometown. After graduating from Grand Valley State University, she left the Midwest in 2013 to pursue a better life for herself. With hard work and determination, Danita lost 110 pounds and realized that her passion was fitness and the community at SoulCycle that had helped her not only lose weight, but gave her the strength to change her life. Taking a leap of faith, she left her career in restaurant management to work part-time at SoulCycle on their cleaning staff. Because of her charm and unparalleled drive, she worked her way from cleaning staff to key holder at the front desk and is now honored to be fulfilling her goal of being an instructor and helping to inspire others to push for their dreams. Danita, thank you so much for um, talking with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Okay, so I like to start every podcast with a lightning round of questions. And oh, gosh. <laughs> don't be afraid. Um, basically, the purpose of this is just so our listeners can get to know you better. Okay, go. All right, so first question, age or age range? I am 29. Awesome. And did you attend college? I did. I went to Grand Valley State University in Michigan. Awesome. And what did you major in? I majored in creative writing. Creative writing. And do you do anything with that today? Sure don't. (laughs) I ask that because it's very common that you go to school and then just life takes you on on another direction and you know, you don't end up 
directly utilizing your what you concentrated in. Yeah, totally. A lot of my friends are the same way. I'm still just like a little, not even self-conscious about it. I'm just like, wow, like I really thought I was going to be a writer at some point, but now I can't, I can't imagine myself being a writer at this point. That's so funny. Um, do you have any passion projects or side hustles? Um, right now my main career is, was my, well, it was my passion it was my side hustle for a long time, um, but it turned into kind of my career. So right now that's really what I'm passionate about and really what I'm um, kind of pushing for and growing with. Okay. And can you tell us about your upbringing? Just so people get a sense of, you know, who you are, where'd you come from? Sure. Um, so I was born in um, Pontiac, Michigan. I grew up um, about 20 minutes away from Detroit. Um, pretty normal. You know, I grew up with my mom, um, family oriented. Uh, when I graduated from high school, I went to, I kind of like literally packed up my things, was like, bye guys, I'm out. And I traveled, I went to the other side of the state um, and I spent five years going to school um, on the west side of Michigan in Grand Valley. Um, it's kind of like where the Bible Belt is. So it was kind of like a little shock for me. Um, I was used to like very kind of laid back kind of things. And I went there and it was very like strict and kind of like Bible belt, blah, 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 blah. But it was actually really fun. It was a really big growth experience and I loved it. Um, after I graduated, I moved back home because I thought that I would try to do something with writing. Um, that clearly didn't work out. Um, I started working in restaurants in college and that's kind of where I was really super passionate about it. I found out that I loved working in food service. I loved cooking. I loved doing all those kind of things. And so um, I just started cooking a lot and working in restaurants, and then I moved to New York, yeah. What is your New Year's resolution for 2017? Hmm. Well, I'm a big person who, I like to say that you don't need a new year to have resolutions, you know? Um, I used to wait around a lot and be like, well, in the new year, I'm going to do this. And this time I'm going to do this. And I learned that that was just really an excuse for me. Um, not to say like anyone else has any, I have anything against resolutions, but for me, I just, it was not a good thing. So what I really am working on, and I actually started doing yesterday. Um, since my career is in fitness, I'm trying to start cross training more and really, really taking care of my body more. Um, I'm actually super sore because I went to a I did some cross training yesterday with weights and I don't know how I taught today, but I did. And I have one more class and I'm just trying to, just going to push through. <laughs> Good for you. And we'll, and we'll get more into, you know, what you're doing later with fitness and, and where you are now. Um, but what was the last show you binge watched? Ooh, um, probably, oh my gosh. Oh, Bob's Burgers. Why is that show so good? <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I literally come home and I'm just like, I want to watch Bob's Burgers. It's so funny. I don't know what is it. Bob's Burgers. What? I've never heard you of this. Bob- no. Oh my gosh. Okay, so there's like this family, and the dad, own- they- the whole family owns a restaurant, and it's like this kind of like crappy burger shop. But they're so <laughs> funny, and like the kids are the funniest. Like Jeans is like kind of like a little flamboyant little boy, and he's hilarious. There's Tina, who's just this awkward teenage girl, and she has an obsession with like butts. The mom. <laughs> is crazy like the dad's just like what is my life he loves cooking it, oh it's so good you have to watch bob's burgers is this like, on netflix so it is on netflix it is on hulu girl it is everywhere you have to watch it <laughs> okay. it is so funny and you would think it wouldn't be funny because it's just a weird cartoon but oh no it's so good oh my gosh all right now i've gotta 
I've, I've got to put this on the list. <laughs> um, what was the last thing you Googled? Oh. The last thing I Googled was vegan cheese recipes. Okay, let's talk for a second. Because, so one of my very good friends, she eliminated cheese out of her diet like for good maybe a couple months ago and she has yeah and she's been doing a lot of research about veganism and she's totally been very good at like incorporating it in like the entirety of just of her life like even down to like the products that she uses on her body she's very good about it Good for so, her. It's hard. Yeah, it, it, oh. And so I, so personally, I phased out meat. So I don't eat any meat except fish. And I, this is going on almost like two and a half years of that. And so never really drank milk a lot. I've always been doing the almond coconut thing. But my biggest vice is cheese. Like it just in life. I don't know. Like it's that's like, everyone's biggest vice. Oh ever. I can be God. vegan, but I can't give up cheese. Yeah. I can. Do, I know. I know. It's so hard. all that salt and fat and deliciousness. Yeah, it's hard. It's so hard. Melted, all that stuff, right? Exactly. But there is this vegan place. I'm from New Jersey, so there's this vegan place in New Jersey, and I get and they call it basically, they call this burger that they have a Big Mac, but it's 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 a bean burger with vegan A's and vegan cheese and it is the most delicious thing I have ever tasted <laughs> like after this interview I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna get myself one like that's how much I'm obsessed with this place uh, but like what kind of vegan cheese do you eat because I'm, I'm looking for some like go- something good though it's hard. Um, there are some brands out there that um, aren't great, <laughs> and I've learned some of them just taste like chemicals. You know, like if I'm like eating vegan cheese, I don't want to eat the most like chemical tasting thing. That's disgusting. Right. Um, I I don't know yet. I'm still learning. I mean, there's some substitutes that don't that aren't cheap. They're kind of like dips. Like I do a cashew nut cheese. Okay. Um, but it's more not like melty kind of like put on your burgers and pizza. Um, sometimes it's good for pizza, but I usually more for like dips and things like that because it's just salty and nutty and it kind of like craves because really when you're craving cheese i feel like for me especially i just want salt and i want fat yes and i'm like yes like that's uh, that's what and there's nothing wrong with that like we just crave it um and so i just try to find like the saltiest fattiest thing i can eat that isn't cheese um and so far cashew nut cheese is really good um there are some daya does some really good cheeses some of their cheese is not great um okay. it's really it's so hard um i don't know yet (laughs) i don't know that's totally fair and are you a starbucks person or are you a dunkin donuts person i am currently sitting in starbucks right now i am a starbucks (laughs) girl i mean i'm actually like neither but like oh if i had to choose one definitely starbucks okay and then your favorite tv show currently on tv oh um oh um Probably how to get away with murder, oh. which I'm super behind on. So let's not talk about it. Okay, I can't. I can't. I want to. I can't. <laughs> um, and then the last question, and this actually maybe you've already answered it. Your guilty pleasure. Uh, pie. So I work at a pie shop sometimes, okay. <laughs> and I like never liked pie before I started working at this pie shop. Um. 
I just, I hate to admit this, but yesterday I definitely ate half a pie and I feel I like, I don't care, but like I care because like my insides are probably crap now, but definitely like now I'm a pie person and it's kind of annoying and like makes me crave sugar, but you know, YOLO. So I don't, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Now I want to take you back to the age of 22. So your, your early twenties. What, what was your vision for your life then and how does it differ from where you are in your life now let's see i was my my younger 20s were a little bit hard um i was not very happy i was feeling a lot really really lost and i felt like i didn't have a lot of guidance um i was also super negative and uh, i just felt i just I just overall felt very lost. Um, and I didn't really reach out to people and tell them how I felt. I just kind of pretended that I was okay. I really didn't know what I wanted to out of life at that point. Um, I was like in college, like I said, like I, I struggled, I started college and I, um, wanted to do uh, psychology. I was like, yeah, I can do that. Like, hmm. and I got to college and I got a D in my psych classes. And I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> this isn't what I thought it is. Like, this is terrible. Exactly. Um, and then around that time I was kind of like floundering in college, kind of a little bit lost, a little bit depressed and just kind of, I had no clue what I wanted. And I think that not knowing what I wanted really scared me as well. Even though I said, it's fine. You're not supposed to know what you want, but I'm like, you should have some kind of idea, like, some yeah. kind of dreams, kind of anything. But, um, yeah, at 22, I, I had no clue what I wanted. No clue at all. No clue what I wanted to do or who I wanted to be. <laughs> and, you know, I, how, how are you feeling now about your life? So that's how you felt in your twenties, but you know, are, do you feel like now you're, in a better space and you know with that time did you figure out more of who you are oh I definitely did um like I said I struggled for I want to say that I struggled for a very long time actually just feeling lost and it's not it was partly my environment um I felt like in Michigan I just felt stifled um I didn't you know when I where I grew up is very not as open-minded, you know, you didn't have really big dreams. You found a job, you worked there for a very long time, and then you retired. Um, you either worked in a union or you worked like as a nurse's assistant and you made money. There is your goal is to make money and just kind of live. Right. Um, but I never really wanted to just do that. Um, when I moved to New York in 2013, I was like, you know, I'm going to try something. This is what I'm trying. I'm trying to go to New York and I want to find a passion. Um, now, thank God, I'm 29. I am absolutely living my dreams every single day. I just wake up and I'm like, thank you so much. Like I get to do what I love every single day. I get to be surrounded by people that I'm inspired by. It's just, I, I, if I could like go back to that 22 year old girl, I'd be like, it's going to be okay. Like it's going to be all right, girl. You got this. It's cool. Chill out. We're going to do some stuff later. Like you're good. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So I, I want to transition into your fitness journey. So from what I can tell, and you can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, um, this is a, a, a recently, not, not too long ago, you decided to, to go on a, a personal fitness journey. Can you give us a background of, of what le- led to that? Um, well, I, when I grew up, I was overweight. Um, we hadn't eat very well. I kind of worked out a little bit. Like I did basketball and things in, co- in uh, high school, but I let my weight um, kind of run that. I was very self-conscious. I didn't like to push myself too hard because I didn't want everyone to see like my fat jiggling and I didn't have very like good confidence. So I kind of like 
got too anxious for it. Mm-hmm. Um, then in college, I was so fed up of being overweight that I did very terrible things to myself, you know, starving and puking and all those things that made me feel terrible. Mm. Uh, but I thought, oh, wow, like, this is who I'm supposed to be, <laughs> like, I guess. So I lost a lot of weight, but I still felt terrible about myself. Um, after I graduated college, I went through some really, really hard things. Um, and during that time, I really let myself go. I didn't work out. Uh, I just ate really, really badly. And I ballooned up to about 250, 260 pounds. Wow. Um, yeah. And I was just, and I was completely in denial about it. Um, until one day I like looked in the mirror and I was like, I can't, I, I, I don't like this person. Mm-hmm. And I realized like, I didn't have to not like myself. <laughs> I had decided to just do one thing that, you know, each day that would like make me like more proud to be who I am. So I started to incorporate workouts that I hated. I hated doing them, but I knew the end result was going to be great. Um, it was before my, my brother was getting married. And so I was like, you know, um, we're going to go to Vegas and I want to lose some weight. So I'm going to start doing these kind of workouts. Um, I didn't look forward to doing them. I hated it. The only thing I looked forward to doing with my weight loss journey was cooking and eating and like learning about like eating fresh vegetables and all these other great things. I love right. that. but. Um, so I started doing the workouts that I hated. I started running. <laughs> I used to just curse myself out and beat myself up when I couldn't do it. Um, then when I moved to New York in 2013, I found SoulCycle. Right. And I clipped in and I was like, that was incredible. Um, I literally did not feel like I was working out. I just felt like I was dancing. Everything was like, I. it kind of just changed the game for me. That's so cool. I, um, so... I recently saw on your Instagram, you'll know who I'm talking about, but Kara um, Alwil-Leba? Yes. <laughs> Kara, my queen. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I had been following her on Instagram for years, and I did one of her, you know, her her uh, workshops, and, you know, she had talked so much about SoulCycle, and so one day I was like, all right, well, I need to see, like, what the hype is about you know, like, like, mm-hmm. what is this? And so I, I took my first soul cycle class and I mean, it was difficult, but oh my gosh, I was just, to me, I, a, a signal of a good workout is when I leave drenched in sweat and yep. that's what happened. And I was yep. sore the next day and I was like, wow, going through that, like was not easy, yeah. but the after effects of that was amazing. So now, you know, I try to go twice to three times a month it's hard because of for me the price and then the oh, accessibility yeah, yeah, yeah the accessibility <laughs> like in new jersey there's only one studio yeah and then that's really yeah. hard so it's like if i don't make it to that one studio it's like it's tough luck but I mm-hmm. love SoulCycle. Oh, my goodness. I, I go as, as frequently as I can, and I tell everyone for gifts, get me SoulCycle classes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I did the same thing. I finally, I finally like, was like, I love this place. I'm going to start working. I literally work there. So I was like, okay, I can do free classes, and I can see if this place is actually, like, as real as it, sa- as, you know, it says they are. And I started working on their cleaning staff, and I was like, no, I love this. Like, I'm cleaning the bathrooms, and I'm absolutely in love. This, this, they're doing something right here. That's awesome. Now, how did you change your relationship with food? Now, there's so many, I guess, uh, ways of doing things out there. Like, did you eliminate it cold turkey? You know, did you slowly phase things out? Did you join a diet program? What was your approach? Um, well, I love to cook, and so 
for me, food, it was, it was just hard because I, I knew how to eat healthy. Right. But my problem was I was not eating. I was like not eating. So I was like not eating by during the day and then I'd eat like a burger and say like, that's okay. And then I was getting a lot of calories from drinking alcohol. I'd be drink all this time as a party girl, you know, like, and it made me feel like crap. So then the next day I would wake up and eat like a burger and feel like crap. Then I wouldn't eat all day. That was just, yeah. So with that, it was like, okay, I'm working in a restaurant. I love cooking. Why don't I just try new recipes that sound good? Um, and since I loved, love, like I said, I love cooking. I just started to experiment with fresh vegetables and I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to cook this artichoke today. And if I don't like it, then, oh, well, I'll just try to cook something else. (laughs) And I found that I loved fresh vegetables, loved working with like like experimenting in the kitchen and, you know, trying new things and like not actually like deep frying things all the time. And like, I just, I think the one of the, I just found so much freedom in the kitchen that it was easy for me to just cook and eat better. I mean, like it's, especially when I moved to New York, there are so many more options here. Um, everywhere you go, everywhere you turn, you can get a juice, you can get like some, like a protein shake, you can go and get like a salad. Um, just, it's hard <laughs> still. Cause I just like, like I said, I, yesterday I ate a pie, like I ate half a pie. Um, and I normally don't do that. So just, also a big thing I realized I can't beat myself up when I don't make the choices that I think I should be making. Um, a lot of times I was like, oh, I ate fried chicken. I'm so bad. I'm terrible. I'm not bad. I just ate food that I probably shouldn't be eating, but that's totally okay. I'll just go the next day and eat what I know I should be eating. Right. And once I got in that mindset, it was like, oh, okay. So you screwed up. Cool. Move on. Okay. Now, I, that was going to be one of my next questions. Like, how how do you not like beat yourself up because I feel like sometimes for people it's so easy to be like you know oh, I was eating good for two weeks and now I <laughs> eat three slices of pizza with all that bread and cheese goodness mm-hmm. now I should go eat some ice cream you know like how do you stop mm-hmm. yourself from turning a bad meal into a bad day into a bad week um, I try not to let food rule my life because I I'm working on this thing where I don't beat myself up and I make myself feel good because that's when I make my better decisions. Okay. Um, I beat myself up for so long about everything and I decided to stop. <laughs> it's just really, really hard every day. You know, you have to wake up and say, okay, if I make a bad decision, it's okay. It's one bad decision in my day and I can't let that dictate my entire day. Right. Um, like I said, the pie yesterday, I was like, oh my God, why am I eating a pie? Like I'm the fitness instructor, but <laughs> really who cares? No one but you can let it go and move on. And just remember what's going to make you feel good is one, building yourself up, and two, eating the things that you know you should eat. And I kind of just, yeah, just let it go. <laughs> and I learned to let go. Awesome. And so for the people who don't like cooking or they don't feel like they have time to cook and therefore their health kind of takes a toll because, you know, if you don't like to do something it just becomes more of a chore to do it right and then Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like you have time then you're just going for simple convenience so i mean is there any tips that you could give people to kind of mitigate those feelings um i would say just start small um, with everything that you do, I mean, even if you, if you don't have time to cook, you have time to go to the store, get an apple and eat an apple before you eat your cheesecake. Like just 
what I what I used to do too. I was like, okay, I know I'm probably not going to eat great, but you know what? I'm going to make sure that I include veggies if I'm going to eat fried chicken. I know that I'm going to probably eat a big bowl of pasta that I shouldn't be eating, but I'm going to start my meal with a salad so that way I don't maybe eat as much pasta. Mm-hmm. Just really incorporating things instead of trying to take them out. Okay. And then vegetables, fruits. Sometimes people don't be feel afraid like to eat fruit. <laughs> no, sometimes people feel like they can be expensive. Like, oh, I, you know, I'm I have student loans to pay off, the rents due. You know, what time do I have to go eat veggies? I mean, a lot of people see it as to eat healthy is actually more of a cost. I'm not saying I agree with this. This is just what I've heard people say <laughs> is more of a cost than, you know, you know, just to eat cheaper. I mean, oh yeah, I totally agree. I had to live off of dollar slices for a little bit. Cause I was like, okay, I have no money. But like I said, when you're, when you're actually eating healthy though, you're really investing in yourself. And I know people say it all the time, whatever, whatever, like, oh my God, like you have money. I don't have money. (laughs) I don't, I just know how to save. I know that like I can go to the store and get six bananas for a dollar. I know that I can get frozen vegetables, even if I can't get fresh ones, Mm. you know, it's really just how you really want to spend your money and how you really want to like feel and how you want to invest in yourself. That's all that it is. Like it is, it, yes, it is expensive to eat healthy. I 1000% agree with that, but there are definitely ways around it. Canned vegetables are better than canned, like, like the other crap that you want to buy. Like you just, you find a way to make it work if you really want to make it work. We mentioned you becoming a Soul Cycle instructor um, yeah. recently. So, can you tell us more about that experience? Because, I mean, obviously, you were led, drawn to the workout, but what really, I mean, what switch did you have? Were you like, you know what? I want fitness to become my life. Like, I am passionate about this. Um, it really started when. I mean, I, when I lost a lot of weight to me, I was just like, great, cool. I lost weight. Like, um, but the most important thing with losing weight for me was like changing my mind about fitness and changing my mind about myself. Um, but when people started to say, Tanita, you're an inspiration. And they used to ask, they'd ask me for recipes and they asked me for like what I did and what kind of workouts and what kind of things I was doing and how like I live my life now that I like lost weight. And I realized I was like, okay, all right, the people actually want to know if people are interested, you know, maybe there's a way that I can help them. Like I don't have the perfect body. Um, I still don't like, I have loose skin. I have no, I have like thick thighs, whatever. Um, but there are still people out there that look like me, act like me and they're interested in the things that I'm doing and they want to incorporate health and health into their life. And I figured, Hey, like, why not me? Why couldn't I do that? You know? Um, also I want to inspire other people. You know, I didn't come from much. I literally, I didn't have much growing up. Like we were, mostly broke. Like I didn't, I never had like a big dream. I had like a lot of depression in my life. I lost both my parents, but you know, like a lot of things, like fitness really helped me mentally as well. Um, so when I was working in a restaurant, I was restaurant manager for nine years. Um, I was miserable. I hated it. And I, one day I sat down and said, okay, what makes me happy? What do I like to do? And I realized I liked, um, soul cycle because it was dancing on a bike and it was in the dark. I could be myself. I could do whatever I wanted. I get a good workout and I felt great. Um, and so I started working at soul cycle on their cleaning staff. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to do this to make sure that this is as like crunchy granola happy as I think that it is. <laughs> if it's not out, like they're fake, whatever I can like blast them. 
I started working there and I loved it. Absolutely fell in love with everyone. Um, the day and I start, even started mentioning that I wanted to maybe audition to be an instructor, people literally encouraged me so much, more than I could myself. <laughs> wow. And everyone, like, everyone just lifted me up so much there. So I start, I was on cleaning staff. I went to front desk. Um, I grew to be a key holder there. And when I was a key holder, um, that was when I was a, really a turning point. And I was like, you know what? Like, if I can, if I can come from the cleaning staff, I can come from Detroit with nothing. I can literally do anything. And so I just told myself that I could become an instructor. And so I just worked really, really hard, really, really, really hard, <laughs> harder than I've ever worked in my life. I took some really, really big chances. Like I said, like I took a very big pay cut. Like I did a lot of things that I just, but I just committed to it because I knew that it was bigger than me. It's not just me. It's those people in the room and it's the people that I can inspire and help them change their lives. So I just took a big leap and here I am. And I, it's just been such an incredible ride. Like I regret absolutely nothing. So cool. And for people that don't know, or maybe there are people listening to this podcast that also want to become a soul cycle instructor. What was the process like? Um, well, basically you have to just write in to an ask to audition. Um, you send in your information and they'll let you know there are, there's a regular audition and then there's a callback. And then after the callback, if you make it in, there's 10 weeks of training, very intense training. Um, and then some people make it through, some people don't just do personal reasons and things like that. But yeah, it's, it's a process. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's an entire lifestyle change. Um, to say the least. <laughs> and now, have you only um, done classes in New York City? Is that where you're starting off now? And will people be able to see you in different places around the country? Yeah, I mean, you never know. I always told them that I was open to relocating. So you kind of never know, especially since we're growing so much. Um, I right now I only teach in New York. Sometimes I just went to the Burbs. I went to Bronxville the other day. Um, maybe teaching in Jersey if there's an opportunity for me. Um, you never know. <laughs> if you see me uh, on the website, star my name or favorite mind face, and then you'll be able to find me anywhere I go. Oh, good. I hope you do come to New Jersey. <laughs> I want to. I want to go to Short Hills. You guys sound fun. That studio is awesome. It is. It's a, it's a really good time. There was, um, I took a class there, I think about two, three weeks ago, and there was someone who was, I don't know where, I forgot where he came from, but it, it wasn't like in the tri-state. And so it, I love when other instructors come in because, I mean, I just feel like everyone has their own style and their own yep. flow, and, which is exactly. really cool because I feel like for me, and maybe you can relate to this too, I get like bored easily. So yep. I need to have some sort of shakeup in my routine for me to stay interested and, and to stay on track. And, and what I loved about soul cycle was, you know, just every instructor was different and exactly. Yep. And then you find your instructor you really relate with and you're like, okay, this is it. <laughs> exactly. And you love them forever. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And they love you. Like we generally, we love our writers. Like, especially when you go in one day and you're not really feeling it and you're not sure how you're going to get through class, you just look up and you see those people out there that are smiling and working so hard and you feed off that energy. It's, it's just incredible. It, it is a lot of energy. That's what I, that's what I really oh, like yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So much energy. But, um, so given everything that you have conquered in your life, 
Um, what are three pieces of advice that you would give to your younger self? Hmm. One, stay positive. Yeah, negative attitude. You know, if you have a negative attitude, you're just going to draw more negative things toward yourself. Um, two, chill out. <laughs> just chill out. Don't, you know, I was very high strung when I was younger, very anxious, like worried, ah, blah, blah, chill out. Um, and three, I think this is one that everyone says, but love yourself because that is so powerful. I'm learning. Do you love yourself? You just like, you just admit things you didn't even know you could emit. You just emit like powerfulness and happiness and love and you draw in more great people that love themselves to you. And it's just, it's just crazy powerful. That's so cool. And in terms of, you know, I feel like our twenties, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting time. There's a lot of discovery. Um, you know, I've gone through a lot with my own fitness journey. I've lost, I've gained, I've lost again, I've mm. gained again. And then I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm finally on this path where I'm, I'm going to lose it for good just because I want to. <laughs> yep. That's what it is. It's about you wanting it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really want to lose it for good. I, you know, I feel better and, um, mm-hmm. I'm at a place where like, I'm recognizing things a lot earlier. I'm like, Oh, all right. You, one week, nope, nope, nope. We gotta, you know, get back on the track. All right, mm-hmm. you were you were down for a week. Now you gotta go do your thing. But, you know, I mean, what's your advice there for people, you know, going through their fitness journey in terms of workouts and and just you know figuring out how to stay with it? Because I feel like everyone's different. Yeah, just be patient with yourself. I mean, this is it's you didn't gain weight overnight. You're not going to lose it overnight. You're not going to lose it in a month. You're not going to lose it in two months. Um, for a lot of us, it's a lifelong journey, and it's just taking small steps and just even when you fall down, that's totally fine. Cool, mess up. It's you're human. You're it's okay to mess up. It's okay to have a bad meal. It's okay to have a bad month, but that bad month doesn't cancel out all the other hard work that you put in. So just keep going. That's it. And be nice to yourself. <laughs> that really, it really helps to be nice to yourself. <laughs> it's true. Um, now, before we go, where can our listeners interact with you? And if they want to take a class, where are you? Um, well, right now I am based in New York. Um, I may be moving soon. You never know. But if you just search for my name, D-E-N-I-T-A, on the Soul Cycle website on the Under Instructors, I am there. Um, on social media, most places, so Twitter, Instagram, and um, on, um, what is that called? Snapchat as well. I'm <laughs> Danita, D-E-N-I-T-A, Elizabeth. Um, you can find me there. I'm on Facebook. I'm kind of everywhere. You search for me. I'll be around. I'll pop up. You see the big goober smiling face. I have a big cheesy uh, grin on all of my pictures. <laughs> and what's next for you in terms of, you know, it could be with Soul Cycle. It could be any side hustle you've got going on. You know, what's, what, what's next for Danita? Ah, I wish Danita knew. Um, I do really want to go to culinary school. I would like to go to vegan holistic culinary school because I believe in the power of food as a healer. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, just learning and growing with my company right now, you know, um, maybe opening a new studio with them somewhere. Any, I am always looking to grow. I'm always looking to hustle and just learn more. So you'll see, we'll see. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so good.